All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their business. I'm super excited because we have an absolute rock star in the industry on the other line. A little bit about this person. They've got over 20 years experience in the industry. I don't even know how that's possible. I think this person started when she was five or, or something like that. <laughs> She's presented at and educated at pretty much every major fitness event in the world. Just a couple of them. Idea World, the Idea PTA, the Asia Fitness Conference, SCW, URSA, CanFit Pro. I could go all day listing these different ones. I think I read it at six different continents she's presented on and all different topics. Group fitness, personal training, management, business development, time management. She's a frequent contributor to all the, the industry publications. She's, she's um, published blogs on Idea Fitness Journal. Clog Solutions Magazine, Ursa, Anytime Fitness Blog. She's won numerous awards, some of the biggest. She was the 2013 Instructor of the Year, the 2006 Instructor of the Year. I could go all day on this intro, but I better just get her on. Let me introduce, without further ado, the one and only Miss Shannon Fable. Shannon, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you for agreeing to be on. Shannon, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up? Have you got one for us? Yes, I think I have a couple. Um, The first one is jump and build your wings on the way down. And I think as we go through my story and my evolution in the industry, that has always been something that's fueled me because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you're never fully equipped to take the next step. But as long as you let that fear hold you back, you'll never explore all the amazing things you can do. So that would be one. And then I'd say the second, it's not really a mantra. Maybe it is. It's I rule my life by the statement that conflict is when expectation doesn't meet reality. And I kind of use that as a mantra because I I have to remember in everything that I do, especially working remote with so many different people, that communication is key. Mm. And we all come to the table with such different realities and backstories that articulating what you want, what you need, what you're trying to get across is really challenging sometimes from that perspective. So I I try to keep that in the back of my mind. Yes. Love both of those. I'm a fan of Mm -hmm. both of those, especially that first one. I I heard it explained in a different way, but the same idea where it was essentially bite off more than you can chew and then chew like crazy. It's the same same sort of idea. Well, um, Shannon, so I'm a huge fan of yours. You may not even know this, but you, you usually present the rookie rumble at the idea convention. And a few years ago, I think it was maybe three years ago, was a big moment in my life where I traveled to America for the first time or LA for the first time to Uh go to the idea convention. And I was super scared at the time because I went on my own. I was like, man, what if the fitness industry is different there in America than Australia and it's bigger and all these different things. And you ran that first session I went to, the Rookie Rumble with Brett Clicker. And Mm -hmm. that was one of the best sessions I've been to in my life. And as a result of that, I went back to idea the next three years and, and my uh, career actually completely changed from, from that. So I want to thank you for that. But what I would like to, yeah, what I'd like to start this podcast with, I obviously follow you in detail, but if anyone's listening and they don't know who you are, 
Did you want to give us the, the rundown? Who's Shannon Fable? Where did it start? What do you do now? Give us the rundown for the for my listeners. Sure. I will keep it brief. It's been over 20 years and and I kind of say my my road in the fitness industry has been a bunch of random accidents that were perfectly planned. Um, like many of you, I did not start out in the fitness industry. I did not go to school to be a personal trainer or group fitness instructor. I went to be a sociologist and very quickly realized that that was really hard, sad work. <laughs> uh, so long short, did a lot of things. I was also a cheerleader in college, so I ended up working at a cheerleading gym. And you know, my love of fitness, I, I often joke that I trade, and maybe it's not a good joke, but I have to have had many years of therapy. I traded an eating disorder for an exercise disorder, and so ended up in the gym. Like I got out of college and realized that eating was really great but figured I needed to exercise to offset what I was doing now and walked into a health club, much like much of the nineties health clubs. I was on the step climber watching the group fitness room, the, the fishbowl and looked in there and said, I think I could do that. That looks like fun. It's dancing. It's, it's all the things that I loved. And, you know, back in the nineties, it was step and high, low and ran in there, probably had a tape in my bag, just waiting for the instructor to not show up one day. Cause I just knew that this was my calling. I could do this job. And one thing led to another, I was still working a full-time job, but I started teaching classes. Um, why I say it's a bunch of like random accidents that were perfectly planned. The clubs where I was were owned by Rich Boggs, who was the owner of the step company as well. And at that time, you may have heard of it, Les Mills, he was becoming the first, one of the first international distributors for Les Mills. He was bringing Les Mills and Body Pump over to the States. And I very quickly got scooped up into being one of the first 10 or so instructors that got trained for Les Mills in the U.S. back on USA Mix number one. I had to number do that myself. Yeah, USA Mix number one. I, I don't know what that was in, you know, Auckland, but uh, we did She's a Lady bicep track for, oh, 18 months. So I could probably still do it now for you if you wanted me to. But um, I started teaching that and that exposed me to a whole different world of the fitness industry beyond teaching. And I realized, oh, you know, you could teach for your membership, which most people did back then, or it could become a career. So I became a presenter for Les Mills. I was teaching the, the trainings and eventually ended up working at the step company, helping organize those trainings, eventually moved into the trade show side of the business. And that's where my world was just blown. I saw there's so much more to it. And I won't belabor you, but one thing led to another crunch bought our gyms and met Donna Cyrus, who many of you may know if you're in the group fitness side of the world. And she saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And she started making me present for other, for other products. And one thing led to another, I ended up meeting Schwinn and going to work for Schwinn for about 20 years, first on a strength training product. And then when we ended up launching our own cycling program, aside from Mad Dog was part of that and launching that uh, domestically and internationally got hooked up with Bosu, Jay Blonick, one of my greatest mentors in the world, kind of kept moving me from product to product. And one thing led to another, but you know, the last six or seven years, I've taken a, a giant shift into the business development side of fitness. I did become a personal trainer along the way, because I realized that is much better way to make the money than teaching group fitness. And I loved working with people one-on-one, -on -one. Um, have been a group fitness manager, personal training manager, sold gym memberships, open gyms, I've done it all. And not because I liked all those jobs, but something in the back of my mind told me I needed to explore the ecosystem of fitness regardless of the job I was doing to be a better player. Because what mm. troubled me, I really couldn't put my finger on it then, but I do now in a lot of my work in writing and consulting, but group fitness instructors know group fitness 
but they might not know about personal training or about the front desk or what the massage therapists do. And it limits their scope of, of how they see themselves playing and, and how big they can play. Same thing for personal trainers, same things for, you know, salespeople. And it, it's just, we're at such a crossroads in our industry where we have to understand how all these players fit together and have something to share and value, right? It's all fitness. We, we just do a different part of, of the product. So did a lot of that. And in my work, uh, you know, as the years went on, shifted into this business development side, it was really intriguing um, because I saw a lot of trainers and instructors struggling mm. and not understanding how to make money unless they were standing in front of a person trading mm their time for dollars and we all know like you've been a trainer forever like how do you do that you can't take a vacation you come to idea as your example you lose money like mm -hmm. and so then you don't want to get your education like it's just a bad uh, a bad chicken and egg situation we have so i spent some of my hard-earned money and did a um a deep dive study with michael port who wrote the book book yourself solid mm -hmm. and it was my first uh education outside of the fitness industry it was very scary because i felt very comfortable in the confines of the fitness industry um but stepping outside it really was like putting on your big girl pants and, and learning about the business world and about what it takes to be an entrepreneur and how to do marketing and sales and yeah so that's been my shift that led me to anytime fitness where i worked on the franchise side for five years um bringing programming to them and to what I'm doing now, which is uh, working for the Fit for Mom franchise. And I'd say the overarching theme, this is like a side story, but not really. My mm -hmm. husband and I developed a software platform for group fitness management. We recently sold that to Daxco in the States, and now I help them as the product manager for that. So that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> Lots wow. of things. I'm impressed. <laughs> I summarized 20 years and every single thing you can do in the fitness industry in about two minutes. So I'm, yeah. I'm impressed. Let's add that to your, that goes part of your time management skills, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get it done. Quick, quick and to the point as much as I can be. Well, there's, um, there is something I really want to focus on today, Shannon. Just before I do yeah. that, I want to uh, just stress a point that you made earlier that I think my listeners would love, and that's the exploring the whole ecosystem of the fitness industry and just having mm -hmm. that 360-degree view for many different reasons. But the two I see is you become better as a whatever you're doing. If you can know all those, if you're just stuck in one role and you only know that one role, you're limited in how you can help people. But if you can mm -hmm. understand all those different ones, you can help that person better. And also just from a personal side of things, you might have you might have always done personal training because that's what you think you wanted to do. But whatever, you try the sales side of things, you're like, you know what? I really like sales. You try the management side of things. You know what? I really like the management. Group fitness, I really like that. And you can even pick little skills from one to the other and, and use yes. them your own. So I, I just, I'm very glad you brought that up. But what I'd like to speak about mainly today, Shannon, is your Fit for Mums program. When I saw mm -hmm. that, I'm like, man, this is amazing. We, we don't have anything like this in Australia. So I was mm -hmm. just super curious and I was hoping that's what you could run us through today. Just let us know sure. what is Fit for Mums? Because even with that, I had a quick look on the website before. There's all these different programs there. And mm -hmm. I, was, I was just hoping you could tell us what is Fit for Mums? How did it come about? How did you start? Where is it now? And you know, if anyone's listening and they want to be a part of it and we can go there as well, but run me through. Sure. Yeah. I, I'm so lucky that, that after I exited from any time, um, I was looking for another opportunity to take all this knowledge about franchising and come back into the group fitness world. And, and, and actually not just group fitness, because I saw fit for mom as something that 
wasn't just group fitness. It's this new hybrid fitness professional, right? It's so much more than that. And it's such a unique thing, which we'll get into in a minute. But Lisa Druxman has been a friend of mine for uh, a really long time. I often joke, I met her probably 20 years ago, teaching her how to bounce on a trampoline in Southern California. And it was actually her, her brainchild. So she was a general manager at a very successful health club, got pregnant with her first son, who's 18, headed off to college this year. So you can trace back the story. It's been about 18 years now. And she really was struggling with the thought of going back to work, but knew, you know, I think when she first reflected on the story, it's like, I knew I wanted to teach fitness and help other moms. But then as she reflects on it now, she's like, actually, it was just fitness was the gift I had to share. And I needed to find a tribe because I was in a totally new role and had no idea what I was doing. And any mom out there and, and dads too, right? Like you have a kid and everything changes, like your whole life changes. So that was the genesis of it. And she basically just started doing stroller exercise classes in her neighborhood. And soon that grew to where she had to have multiple locations and had to add other instructors because moms were just, they were jonesing for this. They needed the community. They needed the fitness. And I always say the cool thing about Fit for Mom is we don't tolerate pregnancy and postpartumness. We celebrate it. And it's not to say that that one is better than the other, but like if a mom goes back to group fitness specifically or small group training, she's tolerated. And I say that with air quotes, because I I don't mean that in a bad way, but we have to integrate her into what we're doing, but she's not our focus. Now, personal training, totally different, right? If you know how to deal with it one-on-one, but moms sometimes don't want to work out (laughs) one-on-one. They do Mm -hmm. need, they do need a system. So it was so cool to see what she was able to do because she knew pre-postnatal fitness, but also knew the community side of it. So like you said, fast forward, the, fir- the first program was called Stroller Strides and the company was called Stroller Strides for quite a long time. It was only recently rebranded as Fit for Mom. And that's because we started tracking these moms along all their ages and stages of pregnancy and going, they can't stay in Stroller Strides forever because eventually it's very hard to convince a four-year-old to stay in a stroller mm-hmm. for an hour um, unless you have lots of snacks and an iPad. So we had to start branching out. And one of the next projects she took on was Body Back. And the name, you have to dig a little deeper under the hood to, to know what it is, because it's not about getting your physical body back. It's about reclaiming your body. Because again, as a mom, your body is your child's, both physically and spiritually, once you get pregnant. And there's a moment where you go, oh, wait, I've got to put my oxygen mask on first. And, and, and you really have the time and the space to do that. So that program was created. And since then, there's been Stroller Bar, which is a play on Stroller Strides, but it's more of that mind-body. Uh, concept um, run club plus which is you know moms running training for races together recently launched strides 360 which is more of an outdoor speed agility quickness where you can have your kids or not have your kids with you Um, and then we have body ignite which is a straight strength training program and fit for baby which is dedicated to prenatal so if you look at our customer journey we truly do have something a live experience for everyone at every age and stage now, not all of our franchisees run all of that. It's That's the second layer of the story. It is a franchise model. We have over 300 franchisees. They're all women. So it provides, you know, we, we're, we're very dedicated to providing entrepreneur 
ways to be an entrepreneur for moms that fit in with their life instead of, you know, having to be a working mom, you still can be a stay at home working mom and you can, not that you can really fit it in during nap times, but it can work around uh, your kids schedule. So they're all moms, they're all women, such a cool thing to watch in this day and age of women empowerment, you know, all these women working and we divide them into four different groups because unlike a lot of franchises where you have to make your money back and it's a pretty quick acceleration path, right? To, to make the money back that you've either borrowed or you've put out or begged from friends and family. Um, the, the entry is very low. It's a very low cost franchise, but it's still highly supported. Uh, and it's pretty easy to run because it doesn't require bricks and mortar. Now we do have some that have studios, but you can do it out in the parks, just like a lot of the boot camps that are popping up with personal trainers. Um, but what's really neat is we allow them to make the business as big or as small as they want. So we embrace what we call, you know, our community creators, the ones that really just want to do what Lisa did in the beginning, which is have a neighborhood group where they've got somewhere to go. Maybe they run three classes a week, but that's it. They don't want to do anything more. And we have all the way up to what we call our empire owners who run multiple territories with teams of instructors like they run it very much like a studio um, whether they have bricks and mortar or not and then we have two groups in the middle so it's kind of neat and complicated honestly for the home office to allow all four of those different things to exist but we were pretty adamant like there just aren't that many opportunities for moms to you know contribute financially and make themselves feel like they're also contributing to their community and getting something in return they all will say i get so much in return from this so it's been a really neat ride. I've been with the company now for about two and a half months, started off with a 12 week contract. And here I am almost three years later, uh, still, still chugging along. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's super cool. We have an online program to a digital program called mama. Well, that was our first foray into a digital product that doesn't require face-to-face -face interaction. Um, and, and that carries mom through pregnancy post pregnancy, six weeks. So until they get cleared for exercise to get back into a program. So spent a lot of time working on that too, but that's fit for a mom in a nutshell. That's awesome. I'm, I want to delve a little bit deeper just before I do though, if someone's listening to this Shannon and they're like, you know what, man, even just from that, that sounds awesome. I want to, you know, look at being a franchisee or I want to even just be an instructor. What's, what's the best place people just go to the fit for moms website. Is, is that the best place to find out? Yes. Yes, fitformom.com. And then, of course, we have a social media presence. So if you follow Fit for Mom HQ on Instagram, you can see what we're up to. Um, but the Fit for Mom website is the best place to go. Yes, and I'll put all these in, in the show okay. notes as well. So let me just summarize to make sure I've got my head around this, and then we'll get yeah. deeper. So did you say 300 instructors or 300 franchises? Or? Over 300 franchisees, close to 2,000 instructors. Wow. Okay. So, mm -hmm. and this is all in the USA at the moment? It is. I believe if memory serves me, I, I work on the learning development side closely with FranOps, but don't quote me on this. We do have one in Germany. Uh, we have a lot of military spouses that are franchisees. Mm -hmm. So we just established our first one in Germany on a military base there, which is really cool to see. It, it's such a great thing to offer military spouses as they pick up and move, they can pick up and move their, uh, move their business as well, which is, which is pretty cool. Yes. Okay. So 300 different franchises mm -hmm. all across the USA. Each yes. one of those franchises, they run the business the way they want to run it. So they can say, hey, I'm going to run a class at 9.30, Monday to Friday, and that's it. I just want one class day Monday mm -hmm. to Friday. Whereas someone else may have a different franchise and say, look, I want to run 
three classes a day. There's one at nine, mm-hmm. one at 10.30, one at 11.30. That's up to the, the franchisee to do that? Yes, it is. So we give them, you know, all of those programs that I mentioned, they choose the ones that make the most sense for them. They usually start with one program and then start to scale. Uh, but yeah, they can run it as often during the week as they want, as many programs as they want, as few as they want. And it's, yeah, it's really up to them. And we help coach them through that, obviously. You know, we have business support coaches that help them make those smart decisions for their territory and their life as well. Wow. Okay. Now, question here. I'm not sure if this is something you can answer or if this is something that's, you know, mm-hmm. we have to go through the head office or whatever. But how does sure. that sort of work? Let's say if someone's like, um, someone's like, you know what, this sounds like a good idea, but I, I don't quite get how it works. Like I, I sign up for the franchise and then is it, see you later, bye, you know, he's a, a program you want to do yourself or is it, hey, sure. a Facebook group where we all share ideas or he's your consultant coach that works with you? How yeah. does that sort of work the, the business side of things? Great question. So, you know, we do a bunch of disclosure at the beginning so you can learn more about uh, the business and, you know, the typical ramp up time and what the potential uh, revenue is that you can generate from it. So we disclose all the financial stuff like every franchise does. And then once you sign, it's a three year agreement um, and you can obviously renew as often as you want. I will be honest, a lot of franchisees, I'm going to say outgrow the business, but it's also kind of cool because we know that motherhood, your life changes too, like what you want to do from a business standpoint. So we help them resell as well in case they they need to do that. But once you sign on, we have a learning management system. It's an internal system that you get logged into. And the first thing you do is our onboarding course. And that onboarding course is a, you know, it, it's both phone calls with a coach that does like an intake phone call that helps understand where you're looking to go, where you are currently with regards to your family life, your business experience, financial arrangement, how much time do you have to put into this? How many kids do you have? (laughs) And uh, how much support do you have on the childcare? Like things that you would never get asked if you were going to start another company, right? So that's kind of a neat thing we bring to the table is we get women and we get working women. And that is a big part of our coaching is, is how do you put these two things together? Like I said, but then you progress through the onboarding and we give you all kinds of resources. So um, systems like Pike 13 is what we use to book classes and to pay for classes. My Emma, which is their email marketing system. Um, you know, the Google suite. So we give them their email address. I mean, we set them up as a business. Of course, there are going to be some things they need to do on their own, but we support them through that. And then as far as the programs go, they all come in a box. I mean, not a literal box, but they take a foundations course, which is eight hours of specific to female needs and pre and postnatal needs for exercise. So that lays their foundational knowledge that we all build from. And then let's say they're teaching stroller strides, then they take that format certification. It's an online format certification that they go through. And then we give them daily doses of inspiration, education, and continuing education on the program. So I wouldn't say they're all alone uh, at all. We definitely provide all of the sample class plans. We have a vendor for their products. So we support them quite heavily, both on the business side and on the programming side. That's awesome. And what about, say, the marketing side? Let's say Mm -hmm. the, the franchisee come up with the marketing strategies. Do they set up their own Facebook page? Do they have their own website? Or is there like a, a central one, which is like fit for moms and then, 
you know, if you're a mum, you mm-hmm. go to that website and then you get sent to somewhere. How does that all work? Sure. Sure. A combination of both. You know, we have our internal marketing team that does a lot for branding. And you'll see if you go to the website and our social media, we push out content every day to all moms. But we also try to do a really good job of pushing down to individual franchises. So like from the website, you can find the location nearest you. As far as setting up their marketing, we do a lot for them as far as templates go, um, like on the My Emma that I was talking about, we push out social media calendars every month, giving them suggestions now and blogs to repurpose and things like that. We also, our most recent project or the learning and development side, our most recent project was developing a marketing framework. So to actually, going back to my book, Yourself Solid, it comes from that, to teach them like what are the actual building blocks to putting together a good marketing and sales system? So we've been uh, presenting that at our summit. So that's another way that we support mm. them. We we go out into the field, visit six to eight different cities oh, every wow. 18 months. Yeah, and, and we do a day and a half of education. And then we have a conference every 18 months too. So we've been teaching a lot about the marketing and sales side this last year. And, you know, it is on them to do... I mean, we, we tell them it's about awareness. They have to be community connectors. Oh, yes. They have to get out into their communities and get to know people. They literally need to be the mom or the mayor of Momville. Yeah. And so we teach them how to do that, how to have face-to-face connections, not just rely on electronic connection, how to use email marketing, but how do you, you know, pick that up with events that you're doing in, in, in your community. Um, so we teach them all that, but they have to activate it on their own, if that makes sense. Yes, 100%. Like any business, right? If you think yeah. you're going to walk into any business and someone's going to do everything else for you, man, if <laughs> if that business exists somewhere in the world, let me know because I haven't found it in my, my years on right. this. So. Right, right. It's it's definitely, we call it a, a, a global push, right? Like we can do everything in the world for Fit for Mom global and get the word out about Fit for Mom. But this is such like the way that it works when you go back to the grassroots of what Lisa did, it was her being in the neighborhood, being friends with moms and being there for them and creating that community. So we've, yeah, the last year has really been about getting back to that grassroots marketing. Like you can't just see, and, and I would say this to your entire audience, whether it's about fit for mom or not, right? Like digital marketing is very sophisticated and yes, you can boost your posts, yep. but people are, they're desensitized to that now, right? People are actually craving connection, but you've got to learn how to connect digitally uh, if you're going to be in this business. So we've been spending a lot of time teaching them that this year. Love that. I just, I'll add to that as well. I actually did a Facebook live on this yesterday and the the Mm -hmm. topic was the best way to get local people to follow you on social media. And my, Mm -hmm. my reasoning on that is, Hey, go out into the real world and meet people and have a genuine conversation with them and add them to your social media. That's about, that's right. It sounds simple, right? It almost sounds not rocket science, but no one's doing it anymore. Everyone thinks, oh, I need to go out and follow a million people, or I need Mm -hmm. to do all these sophisticated social media strategies. And yes, they can work. Don't get me wrong. But a lot of the time, the best thing to do is just go out in the real world, meet people, have a genuine conversation, not even necessarily about your business. It's not like you're going out there and being like, hey, here's my business card. I run Stroller Strides. I run Fit for Mom. It's like, hey, what do you do? Oh, that's what you do? Cool. Hey, here's what I do. Let's exchange on social media. If you're ever interested, let me know. I post all the time anyway. So yeah. And yeah, that's what we've been teaching them. You know, we call it the, the book yourself solid pieces. It's about getting down to your who and do what statement and not introducing yourself as your 
title or your job or the product that you sell. So like at Fit for Mom, we teach them our foundational statement is we help mom find her fit. And fit is a play on words, right? Not just in fitness, but in the community. And no. then you have to have a really strong why, right? Yeah. Like people, people connect with your why. Lots of people might do what we do, but what's our why? And, you know, we believe that healthy moms equal healthy societies. And it's a really important thing to be out there talking about. But you can, and I think that's what scares people away from having conversations because they do picture what am I going to have like a drink in one hand and a networking event with a business card and just okay. exchange with spinach in my teeth. And it's like, no, just have a conversation. Like when someone asks you what you do, well, I help mom find her fit. Well, what does that mean? And then you can get into, you know, the conversation and dig deeper and, and that becomes really interesting. So I love that you're already on that, uh, on that train of thought. Cause it's, it's so important to teach trainers and fitness instructors because this is a personal business. It's, it's not a digital influencer business. Spot on. And even, even that connection, there's a big difference between having a follower on your social media that you haven't had a face-to-face interaction with and one that you have, you'll find that that one that you've had that face-to-face interaction with, they're going to be more likely to like, to comment, to share than someone that's just followed you because you followed them first. So I, right, right, I love right. that there. Good. <laughs> I want to transition a little bit, but just before I do, I, I just want to stress, like if you're listening to this and I mean, I don't know what, what you're looking for franchisees and at the moment, but I'm sure it's mm-hmm. not going to hurt for someone to apply. And if they're a fit, they're fit. If they're not, they're not. To me, that just sounds like such an awesome program. It's almost yeah. like, Hey, you're getting like business coaching, but you're getting paid for it as well. Like for the, if someone was to apply as a franchisee, Say if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I wish I could just have a business where I could just train new moms because, or train moms because that's what I'm passionate about. But I don't know where to start. I don't know how to do this business stuff. I don't know how to do this marketing stuff. I'm passionate about it and I know how to train them. But how good would it mm-hmm. be for someone that could, you know, help me with the business and help me with the marketing and help support me? Well, hey, it sounds like this is the perfect program here. So if you're listening to that, I, I can't stress enough because. I mean, your other option is to go out and hire a business coach or hire a marketing coach. And I mean, I don't know what your franchise fees are, but you know, at least this way you you pay, you invest something in the franchise fee, but you're getting paid for it. So I I strongly recommend that. But I do have a question. absolutely. I do have a question, Shannon, for the other the entrepreneurs listening that are maybe like, hold on, this is um, you know, Lisa or you know, Shannon and Lisa. They started with one location in their local community. And then they've got like 300 franchisees and, and 200 instructors. Can you give any tips there? If there's someone listening to this and they're like, you know what? I'm really good at what I do. I've got a, what any friend, I'm running a boot camp at a local park and I've got, you know, 50, 100 clients coming down. And that's all I want in this location here. But how cool would it be if I could have mm-hmm. my system, you know, running in different areas across Australia or New Zealand or the USA? Any tips you can give us there? I know we're a bit short on time. We're coming to the end of the podcast, but if you could just some some general tips of if someone's in that situation, how could they be there? Fit for moms. Not necessarily in my sense, but just you've got one. Yeah, in general. Mm -hmm. And and it's such scaling. I, I mean, that's how you leverage your intellectual property, right? And stop trading time for money. I'd say the first thing is to really do a lot of research. And it's funny, I'm getting ready to write an article for idea about why build it. And it's about franchising and licensing and all these different ideas. So look for that. Um, but the first thing I would say is you do need to do some research because there's a big difference between licensing and franchising and which one you want to do. So do your research. The second thing I would say is you've got to get really clear that you've got a product that you are not the secret sauce. Mm. You can't scale yourself no matter how hard you try. 
So, you know, I, I know that Lisa would probably say that was, that was the toughest thing to figure out is like, what is that thing that we can bottle up? And whether it's in San Diego with Lisa teaching a class or, you know, XYZ in Maine or in Auckland or in Sydney teaching the class that it's going to feel the same. Mm. So you've got to put it through that pressure cooker. Uh, I always say like train three other people to do what you're doing and see what happens. And if you keep coming back and saying, oh, they're just the crap trainers or they're crap instructors, you got to check yourself because mm. is it, it, they may not be, it's just, you might not have a product yet that's ready to be scaled. And then once you do, if, if it passes the pressure cooker test, then you have to document. And this is the hardest thing. And it, it's my love, which is so funny. I've always loved a good spreadsheet. So I know I'm perfectly where I need to be in the world right now. I love exercise, but I like a good spreadsheet. Um, you have to be able to document what you're doing, both on the business side and the programming side. Mm. And usually we swing the pendulum as fitness professionals a little more to the programming, right? Mm. Like you've got the, it's 60 minutes and we do this first and these are the exercises and this is how you coach it. But we haven't thought about, okay, what is the marketing process? What is the sales process? How should they price this? How do they get out and talk about it? How do they teach other instructors or trainers how to do it? So you've got to spend some time, you know, it's not enough to just have a good program. Um, even if you're licensing these days, it's not enough to have a good program. Mm -hmm. Like I would say, look at what Rick Mayo has been able to do at Alloy Personal Training in the U.S., and it started out as a licensed program. He was very successful. We were able to white label him at Anytime Fitness. And now he's franchising. Like mm -hmm. that is study what Rick has done. He, he's done it really, really well. But um, those would be my three things. Do the research. Make sure you can scale it. And then you've got to document both of your process, not just the programming process. Yes. Love that. Especially all of those hit home. But I love that whole the pressure cooker. Get Make sure it's not you. Right. You can be a good trainer. That's great. But you can't scale yourself. So I love how you've right. got to find that way there. Yeah. And then, you know, I love that document everything, not just the programming, also the business. So love that. Thank you for sharing. Hey, there's a yeah. couple of questions I like to finish off my podcast with, Shannon. Now, you're mm -hmm. obviously a mentor for so many different people out there. I even consider you one of my mentors. I, I steal mm -hmm. your, your ideas from Rookie Rumble <laughs> all the time. And even actually, I saw you an idea a couple of years ago at the social media one. There was a social media mm -hmm. presentation panel you did with uh, mm -hmm. Nirvana. So I stole some of your ideas as well there too. So yeah. you know, you're obviously a mentor there. And I know you've, you've dropped a few mentors along the way as well. If you could share, and this is going to be a multi-part question, but the biggest sure. mentors that you've had along the years, if you want to give any of them a shout out, that would be cool. And then also if we can piggy pack that and say, I also think that books and podcasts are a really good way that, that people could learn. Mm -hmm. If you've got any books or podcasts that you could recommend that have helped train, um, change your life or improve your life that my listeners would also benefit from. Absolutely. I, you know, I mentioned Jay Blonick earlier. I can't say enough about Jay. Um, he taught me a lot. He taught me there's more to fitness than just fitness that you have to understand the business. And much like I said, um, you know, people, Donna Cyrus, who saw something in me, I, he was the first person that made me trust that when people see something in the you that you don't see, lean into it. Mm. explore it because it might not be what you want to do right now, but they know what you should be doing. Like they can see it more clearly than you can. Right. And it might not happen now, but in the future. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like I owe everything I've been able to do in, in this industry to Jay. Um, I'd say the second is Michael Port. And I know it's more of a paid for mentorship, um, which sometimes you do have to pay for a mentorship or apprenticeship or, or to learn. And 
I appreciate that he actually made me put my money where my mouth was and did not apologize for the amount of money that he was asking for me to study with him for a year. And it scared the crap out of me to do it. But I knew I had to rise to the occasion and do the work that he wanted me to. And it was hard work. Um, but I do appreciate everything I, I learned from him. Those would be my, my two biggest ones, I would say. Um, as far as education, obviously I, I was on the board. I just rotated off the American Council on Exercise. I believe in their mission. I believe in everything they put out. Idea where we met, love everything they're doing. And then the other one that I read daily is Harvard Business Review, which may sound really, really odd and weird, but I subscribe to all of their different newsletters that they send out and just, you know, look for articles that make sense to me. I'd say bookwise, Book Yourself Solid is my Bible. When it comes to business, that's what Michael Port wrote. And a um, couple that my recent faves, Jab, 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 Right Hook. Oh, yes. Gary, Gary Vanderchuk. I was so fortunate to hear him speak at the Anytime Fitness Conference. I'm in love with him. Uh, everything he writes. Clockwork is another really good one about scaling your business and scaling your process. I'm trying to think who. I'll send you an email about who wrote it because I can't pronounce his last name, but really interesting book about scaling process, which I'm intrigued by. A More Beautiful Question is another one about questioning and, and how to, especially for fitness professionals where we're going back to back all day from five o'clock in the morning until 10 o'clock at night, we can't get out of our own way to be creative and think. And it talks a lot about that, like where your ideas and inspiration comes from and how to question people to, to think bigger and more differently. And then I love getting things done. So the book, getting things done really changed my life <laughs> with how, how do you spin the plates? Cause you know, as a fitness professional, you're typically running in a million different directions to see which shoe drops, right? Like which thing's going to work. So you've got your clients that you're teaching and maybe you're a manager and then you've got this other entrepreneur thing. You've got to get a system for productivity. And and that was the one that really spoke to me. So those would be my big ones. Love it. I'm a, I'm a huge reader myself and I've read the Gary V one. Have you seen my profile pic actually, Shannon? Have you seen yes. uh, me and yeah. me and Gary V together? So it's so cool. It was a cool, cool uh, time. I saw him speak here in Australia. He came out. Um, but yeah, those other three books I haven't read, so I'm, I'm going to jump on Amazon now and, and get them straight away. But awesome. and that's all we've got time for today. Now, thank you very much for your time. I'm sure my listeners are like, this, this lady is awesome. How can I hear more about it? Am I right in saying your personal website will be the best place to go? That is great. Yeah. Shannonfable.com. And I, I think I told you before, all of any podcasts I've been on, articles I've written, webinars I've done, they're all on there for free. So lots more over at Shannonfable.com. Awesome. I'll put that in the, the show notes. And then obviously your social media links are on that as well, but I'll put them in mm -hmm. the show notes too. And then Great. Fit for Moms, if people are interested there, it's just www.fitformom.com. You got it. Awesome. And just that's that's American. So they do spell mom different to us. Did you know that? <laughs> you know yes. That? There's no there's no U in there. It's an O. So F-I-T number four M-O-M.com. You got it. So I better make sure I, I get that link right. <laughs> um, Shannon, that's all we've got time for today. Is there anything I missed? Is there anything I should have asked you but didn't or anything you want to think, leave us off with? <laughs> no, I, I just, I thank you. I always get really excited to talk to, you know, fitness professionals, whether you're new, veteran, just know that, I mean, the work you're doing is so amazing. So do whatever you can to protect yourself and not get burnt out because we need more great fitness professionals in the world. So thanks for what you're doing to inspire them and keep them excited as well. Thank you. All right, Shannon, I'm going to leave yeah. you to it. Okay. Thanks so much.
you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au. Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.